We're talking to Dylan Jacobson. I'm really excited to have this conversation. I Am just came out, right? That's your new album? The brand new album, yeah. We're really excited on this one. 25 years in the making. Have you been working on this for 25 years? Or are you 25 years? What's the key of that? Uh, both, actually. <laughs> yeah, so so I, I'm 25 years old, and honestly, like, I think every artist has that one record that they're working towards their whole life, something that like tells their story and something that they put out this record, and it's it's like the truest sound to them. And like you hear the record, and you're like, yeah, that sounds like a Dylan Jacobson record, and I think this is that record for me. Is this your first album? This is, no, I've, I've been... I mean, I've been putting out music ever since I was a little kid, but uh, this is the second full-length record I've put out. And I think on the last one I put out from where I began, that one uh, came out in 2016. And, and I think, granted, I'm really proud of that record, but mm-hmm. I think at that point in time, I was still trying to figure out who I was as an artist. Going into this record, we did so many different things that, that were unconventional mm-hmm. to the process of making the record. And I think that by doing all of those things that it led to me really finding myself as an artist. Where did you find yourself more? Was it touring after the first album or the creation of that first I, album? In the process of creating this this new record, because mm. uh, funny enough, I had actually recorded an entire record probably about the spring of last year. And we, I remember Kip telling my team, we were like, when are you going to put the next single? When are you going to put the next single? And I was like, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> I think everyone was getting frustrated with me because I, I was recording all these songs and actually ended up scratching like 90% of those songs really, and going back to the writing board and rewriting like a whole brand new record and um, I think from that process I really because I I mean I could have put out those songs but honestly at the end of the day I mean they were great songs but they weren't songs that that represented me as I felt like as an artist and so I think by going back and scratching all the songs and kind of reevaluating and taking a look at like who I wanted to be I think that really helped shape this new record well since process is so much on your mind i saw that yeah. you have a note on the i am the please listen to start to stop yeah are the order of the songs was that always something you had did you have any kind of thing where it's like i'm, I'm gonna flip two and seven right before this thing comes out or how what was the process of doing that full listen yeah you know this is the first record for me where it was it's a concept record so mm-hmm. i mean even from the title it's called i am dylan jacobson you know like Every single song from the beginning to the end, like everything flows into each other. That's something I've never done before. So like you start it and there's a little intro track called Dawn and that flows directly into track two. Like mm-hmm. it's seamless. Like you wouldn't, if you were listening to it, you wouldn't even hear that the song ends where the next one begins. That in itself is something I've never done before and I was really excited about. But uh, honestly, like as far as it goes, like talking about like listening from the beginning of the record to the end of the record, like every single song, yeah, they're going to flow into each other, but I've never been more proud of all these songs in my life. And mm-hmm. like, I hope that everyone just gives it one listen through. I mean, it's like 45 minutes and, yeah. and just take, take a second to like hear my story. Cause I feel like all these songs are so representative of who I am as an artist. And that's kind of a fun thing because I feel like with the way that music is this day, people are kind of, it's almost like a grab bag almost because a lot of services and stuff like that. And the radio too, it's like people are getting songs thrown at them. So the experience of just putting in a single album, loading it up and just kind of living with it for a while is something that I feel like not a lot of people still do these days. So that's a fun thing to ask people to do. Yeah, you know what? It almost makes me kind of sad. Like, that we live in this world of, like, uh, put out a single, then put out another single, and no one's really put, like, the record's dying. Like, you go to, like, Walmart. We were just yeah. at Walmart last night, and it's crazy to see the CD section, and it's literally, like, two little mm-hmm. end caps. That's all it is. And there's not even really an aisle for it anymore, but honestly, like, I'm all about the record. Like, I still make an effort to go out and get a record and just listen to it from front to back and really immerse myself in it. Because Mm -hmm. I feel like even on first listen, you don't get the full perspective of all these little nuances that go into the song. So Mm -hmm. I like to go back and listen to it and really appreciate all the things that are put into 
the song, whoever the artist may be. Yeah. Well, especially how a song can emotionally cue you for the next one. Is it rough for you to just put out a single? Does it feel like you're just taking a book, you're ripping out chapter seven and being like, hey, read this? Yeah, you know, I feel like it's, I feel like at, for a single, like it's really hard to hear someone's full story through one yeah. song. Just because there's so many different dynamics that go into one person. Like if you were to tell their story through one little avenue, like mm-hmm. you aren't going to get the full picture. So uh, I think there's people like, I mean, there's people that, that tell you not to put out a record anymore. And you know, I was like, you know what? We're just going to go ahead and do it. The changing of music yeah. is something I'm always fascinated yeah. When I was looking you up, I have a couple curiosities. Yeah. Let's start with the most obvious thing. So your beard. I haven't been clean shaven since 2012. Yes. Um, I was, I think I would just turn 19 was the last time I had shaved and it was on accident too. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I was using the razor one day and it slipped and it went down to like the, the lowest setting and completely shaved my, oh. it went to nothing. I had the biggest show of my life that day too. It was a nightmare. <laughs> this is probably about a year and a half worth of growth. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm just, I'm just, I think it's part of my image now. I, yeah. I, I think if I were to take, shave it off, I think a lot of people would cry. <laughs> you sell good t-shirts too with like the beard symbol it's, on it's, there. Yeah. It's literally become part of the image. You know, we started with putting it on t-shirts shirts yeah um that became like our best selling t-shirt and then we were like oh we're gonna put in all these different colors and we're gonna put it on it's on our meet and greet banner it's on like (laughs) pop sockets it's on like you name it we put it on everything now and i think it's a part of it's almost like my secondary logo like towards the name logo and then we got the beard logo and so oh yeah it definitely stands out i think i read that you built your home studio is that right yeah going into this record you know um Ever since I was a little kid, I, I my parents had got me this little 8-track recorder because I was yeah. writing songs when I was like 10 years old, just me and the acoustic guitar. And so they got me this little 8-track, and I was I, I started recording my acoustic guitar and my vocal. And then I was one of those kids that want to learn everything. Yeah. And so I literally sit there and I play all these different instruments and try to put them in my songs. And I taught myself how to play all these different instruments to these songs. You know, that stuck with me through all the years. And, and this this new record was the first one where I was like, you know what? I'm going to go all in on it. Oh, and, really? And, and just... Do it all myself, because I up until this point, you know, you're like, I, I gotta, get, I gotta do it this way, because that's what the industry is doing, and I gotta do it. You know, you're you're told all these different things that you mm. gotta do to make yourself on this different level of being an artist. And you know, I was like, you know what? That I mean, at the end of the day, that can make me a great record, yeah. but is it gonna make me the record that tells my story and makes that sounds the way I want it to sound? And so I think by doing it, we did it completely unconventionally, but we came out with this product that I've never been more proud of in it. I think when people listen to it, I hope they'd be like, even if it's like six months down the road or a year down the road, they hear these songs and they say, yeah, that sounds like a Dylan Jacobson song or that sounds like a Dylan Jacobson record. So you said you taught yourself to play a lot of different instruments. Are there any surprises or what's one you really enjoyed learning? Oh, man. You know, we just started playing drum. I started playing drums in the live show for the first time ever, which, uh, you know, I've, I've played drums since I was a little kid, too, but I never played in the live setting. So it was kind of nerve wracking to yeah. have the kit in front of a whole bunch of people. But honestly, I mean, every single thing you hear on the new record, I'm playing oh, on sweet. even like the backing vocals and stuff. That's all me. <laughs> just like kind of singing to myself, doing harmonies and everything. And oh, that's the cool. Una Nana's on the new single uh, in America. And yeah, I, I kind of love it all. Yeah. I think as far as like frustrating goes, mm-hmm. I think pedal steel kind of drives me a little crazy yeah. every day. But <laughs> I also love chatting with artists about their yeah. music videos. So you yeah. have a lyric video out for in America. Yeah. Black and white and lyric. What led to the creation of that? How much input did you have in it? I've been doing the black and white thing for, all, for about a year, a little over a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, we went black and white. I think it it's really representative of who I am as an artist. I always joke that I'm I live in very black and white. Like <laughs> it's either black or it's white. There's no in between. But yeah. uh, it was just kind of one of those things. Like for this lyric video, we were shooting the footage out on the road, and I think it's so representative of the new single. I think that going out and seeing America and all its beauty is something everyone needs to do at least once in their lifetime. So we've 
taken all this different footage from being out on the road touring and just compiled it into a lyric video. So yeah. it's literally just footage of us being out on the road, seeing all these different places. It's really cool to go back and watch because I can sit there and watch the video and see all these different spots and really relive relive these moments. Oh, that's awesome because I was curious because you always wonder when you see a lot of shots like, oh, is that just stock footage? But that being your footage, I want to re-go back. It was all taken on our iPhones. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I was looking through your Instagram account. One of the things I found very interesting, because you you see Instagram, everyone uses Instagram, ours use Instagram. A lot of your older posts were just the date of the post. Yeah. What what was your thought process behind like, well, people can figure, it was like, there's a sandwich and it just says like April 14th. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Am I overthinking this? Was there a thought? So we started doing this a couple months ago. And you know what? That's a great question because I would love to explain myself. You know, I think going back to the root of what Instagram's about. You know, yeah. I think every social media, every site should have its own purpose. Because yeah. there's so many different social sites out there. You got Facebook, you got Instagram, you got Twitter, you got YouTube, just to name a couple. I mean, there's yeah. so many of them. And so I think to have this very specific avenue, so everyone's a little bit different, a little bit special. And I think for Instagram, it all comes back to the reason that they made that site was for the picture. Mm-hmm. And I think a photo can say a thousand words, whether that's a sandwich, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's what I was eating that day. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. <laughs> I, I just like that because there's a yeah. part of me, the, the flip side of that drives me crazy whenever you see an Instagram post and it's got like that huge block of text with another block of hashtags below it. You're just oh, like, no. That drives me crazy. You know, I'm, yeah, you don't need the hashtag, all that stuff, you know? <laughs> like if people want to like your photo, they'll like your photo. Yeah. Yeah. For a final thing, it's at the top of your pro, the no drinks thing. What's behind that? Or I guess that means you probably don't write songs about alcohol either, do you? No, not really. Mm-hmm. No. I think it's one of those things like, yeah, I could put out a whole record of drinking songs, but I mean, <laughs> is that going to be me? Probably not. I'm always out on the road, mm-hmm. and I, I've been touring for years, and I think it's one of those things I started doing. I, I eat super healthy. I don't drink. I haven't for years, and, and I think it's one of those things that just I originally did for health benefits and just trying to stay as healthy as possible because, man, the road is grueling. And it's just one of those things, like even like in the country music world, I feel like there's almost a pressure to mm-hmm. be drinking. It's one of those things, you know, like, that's not what it's about for me. It's, yeah. it's, it's about going out there on the road and, and being in it for the music. And that's what it's been about me ever since I was a little kid. So I think staying with that mindset has been so beneficial to get me to where I am today. So eating healthy on the road, I think you yeah. said that you're touring until July with no breaks. How do you even find healthy food on the road like that? Do you just have some rules or do you? <laughs> uh, a, lot of, a lot of Yelp. Uh-huh. We use Yelp. <laughs> and, and honestly, like, I'm a huge foodie. I love oh, really? finding the best food in every town. I'm sure after we finish this interview, we're going to go out in the town and, and oh, try Frederick's, to figure out the best You'll food have a couple surprises Frederick. in this town. Yeah. The, the food here is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of thing to eat then? Honestly, probably a big old plate of, like, nachos or something Ooh, like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean... It, it's not difficult to make really good nachos, but yeah. I feel like when you find those good, really good nachos, it's something special. Have you done any international touring yet? Because I know country music is real big in Canada, too. Have you been to Canada yet? Yes, we've done a little bit in Canada. Uh, I think the most. We, we just went out to Australia in January, oh, cool. and then I got the chance to do Europe as well in the U.K., it's definitely a different beast in those countries. I think when they think of country music, they think of it a little bit different than it mm-hmm. is in the States. Like even when we were just in Australia, they don't really have country music stations over there is what I've learned. Um, it's kind of a part of like the top 40 genre over there. But even when you go play a live show, it's kind of crazy to see like the reactions of the crowd versus where it is in the U.S. Like people in these other countries, they're, they're so 
focused on your performance and they'll mm-hmm. just sit there silent for like oh, man. 75, 90 minutes and just listen. It's really funny. We've we've done some shows over the seas where I'll, I'll have them like do like some call response. Like they're even they're so shy to even do that. Oh really? Like, <laughs> yeah, they won't even. They're just so just like let you do your thing, and they're just listening. And I mean that's amazing because I mean even over here like yeah you'll have those kind of crowds, but you also have people that go out to, like say a country festival and they're just yeah. there to enjoy the weekend and and have a couple drinks with their friends and they're they're not necessarily there for for the music yeah. solely they're there for like the experience of mm-hmm. the festival that's a quite a different thing it totally is yeah different dynamics that's got to be one of the best part of traveling just seeing different places different things that's honestly what it's all about and that's i mean that's a huge reason why we put out this single because it speaks so much volumes to i mean i've been touring since i was 18 years old i've seen so many different parts of the country met so many different people there's so many different places in the country that i bet 99 percent of people wouldn't go to Mm -hmm. unless they had to drive through it i want to encourage people to go out there and see the i mean the first line of the song says graduating boys and girls just turned 18 and and um i think going out there and especially while you're still young you don't have all these responsibilities in the world just (laughs) graduate go out there with your friends and see america and all its beauty i love to end every artist interview with a similar question where do you do your song notes is it on your phone or do you have a notebook i have written this is the, one of the coolest things I've ever done. I read every single song, handwrite it. Oh. I know I know everyone, yeah. lots of people, they just type them in their laptop or whatever. Ever since I was about, I think I started writing songs when I was probably about fifth or sixth grade, I have every single notebook oh, that's cool. I've ever written any song in. It's so cool to go back and, and see all these lyrics and kind of have a laugh about them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me.